I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f he wants. Välkomna till Chatsmänspodden, damer och herrar och allt i mittemellan. Jag heter Neil Leighton och med mig idag har jag bror, brorsan. Allan Leighton. Och Christian Dågar. Och idag så har vi faktiskt en engelsk gäst, nämligen uh, King of Street Fighting och Bare Knuckle Fighter, Liam English Wilf Wilson. Hello. Ja, så nu kör vi vår translator så nu går vi över till uh, English mode, English eller swinglish mode. Ni som vill hata, <laughs> hata när vi snackar engelska, vi gör det i alla fall. But we're international, man. We're international. We're we international. So, welcome, Leon. The name of the podcast is actually the Punch in the Face podcast. Mm-hmm. Just so you know the translation of the yeah, names yeah, you okay. understand. Good name. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we like to do. <laughs> yeah, I've heard that that's what you're into. For sure, for sure. I have to correct myself first. Are you a bare-knuckle champ? Uh, yeah, I've won two European titles in bare-knuckle boxing and undefeated in King of the Streets. But what's your uh, background, like martial arts background? Uh, so I only started fighting from scratch when I moved to Sweden like eight years ago. And you started oh. with jiu-jitsu, I know, jiu-jitsu. the basic jiu-jitsu yeah. and uh, boxing was your, your, yeah, your yeah. first... Uh, yeah, exactly. So we, we started in a club called um, SPR Athlete Factory with Waldo. Mm. So he was my instructor for a long time. He, he got me super interested in the MMA and the, the, the jiu-jitsu. So I started jiu-jitsu, boxing, Muay Thai, went over to MMA. And then I trained for a bare knuckle boxing fight, and then just once I took the gloves off, that was it. I just I lo- loved it from then, and I have never put gloves back on. So, and what was it? What was the? What made it? I just love like the realness of it, you know, the rawness and um, just the type of people who were involved in it. The very like down to earth, normal like working glass people. I was gonna like, say madmen. Madmen, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're all got a little screw loose, definitely. But I just love it. I love it, everything about it. But <clears throat> the bare knuckle boxing was the first I got into. Then it went to King of the Streets, and uh, that is my thing. Like that, I, that's my passion. Can you explain the sure. difference between those two? Uh, King of the Streets is just something special, man. It's like the atmosphere, the like the build up, the the feeling that you get, like the respect you earn afterwards from from the fight. So uh, I I just love. It's intense. It's raw. It's raw, yeah. It's a, it's a, yeah, you can't get any more real than a real fight thinking of the street, so I just love but, but it. Th- but do you feel it has, does it still have any martial arts component? Yeah, you know, King of the Street started very, like, if you watch the earlier videos, they're very, like, um, street fighters, you know, not many of them come from, like, a martial arts background and stuff like that, but now we have, like, ex-UFC fighters who have fought in there, Bellator fighters that we've got an active fighter there at the minute, and a lot more people coming through with martial arts background, and the level's just gone crazy through, through the roof, so... 
I see like a lot of people, you get a lot of comments about King of the Streets, you love it or you hate it. Some people just think it's crazy, but um, it's not just street fighting anymore, you know. That is the whole build up, build to King of the Streets. You are having a street fight, but the people who fight on there now, they've got some sort of like a martial arts background. So it's, like real training. Yeah, real training. Not just hooligans anymore. But but that's how like uh, when you started like when you saw that the first times mm -hmm. you got that like this is kind of hooligan yeah yeah when you go there it's th that's what it is it's like you just it was just full of like football hooligans with bad that bandanas and faces covered up and stuff like yeah. that you know some of the fighters even fight fight with balaclavas on because they're like can't be seen on the cameras and stuff so it is very like that you know like crazy people. In, involved in it. In what country is King of the Streets taking place? Sweden. Is it taking place in Sweden? Yeah, I did yeah, it because yeah. I was watching the weirdest and I was, this is non-legal, non-sanctioned fighting. Yeah, yeah. What country is this happening? Yeah. I thought it was in the UK or something due to, to the hooligan culture. A lot right? of people think it's in Russia, but no, it's in Sweden, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do you get invited to watch fights like this? Uh, you have to know somebody, somebody in there. Like somebody who's fighting in there, or you've got to be vouched for it. It's very closed. So you're not it's not like you're going on the Ticketmaster or something and buy your tickets. No, 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 so, no, so, definitely no. So you got involved through a friend then. Uh, no, I got involved like I come off to losses from. I, 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 I know, I know this actually. You was knocked out in yeah. your grand knuckle debut, if yeah, I understand, yeah, yeah. in front of your family. Yeah. And instead, you decided you saw King of the Streets on Instagram, and you decided to fight in King of the Streets, and you brought your pregnant girlfriend to yeah, your debut. Yeah, yeah. Can you explain me what's the mindset? <laughs> yeah. So I'd come off two losses. I got knocked out on my debut on bare knuckle boxing against a very experienced bare knuckle boxer. And then I had a lethway fight, which is Muay Thai with headbutts. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I lost that through like a nasty cut on my eyebrow. And after that, I had like my family and friends and that saying, you know, you're stupid. You, you, I was 28 at that that point and started very late. So they were like, you're stupid, you know, you shouldn't be getting into this. So when I was flicking through Instagram, I seen this King of the Streets and I didn't tell anyone I was going there. I just wanted to see whether still, because I've always been fighting like, before not martial arts but before so i just wanted to see if i still had that like fire like that thing that kept me fighting in the first place if i still had it so i went down there yeah with my pregnant wife now and um i won that fight and then just that was it from then i was like this is what i'm supposed to do definitely would you say you were like a troubled child like were you no i had a good Good childhood, good parents. I wasn't like from any of that type of background. It was just like I've always liked to fight. Scrap. Yeah, I like to scrap. I've always not one going out looking for it, but I mean, like, I just love a fight. But, but that's but that's interesting. Like uh, most people go their whole lives and they avoid that. Yeah, like, that, that's that's very scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think is in you inside you that felt like no? I want I want to go that way. I just think my dad's always taught me like if if you ever in a position to that you think you're going to be hit by someone you make sure you hit them first so yeah. I've always had that in my mind like I've been very like uh, I hate bullies and stuff like that so I've always been one to stick up for them type of people or if my friend was like getting uh, confronted by someone and they, I know he's not a fighter I'll be the first in there so I've just always been that type of person to be like 
I've not been afraid to throw a first punch or just uh, carried with me. I think like. But that the that English culture, like where you're from, mm -hmm. is it? Would you say it's more scrappy? Is it more? Yeah, there's a lot more. Yeah, yeah if you go, if you go into a pub in England and a pub in Sweden, it's like a completely different atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. 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 People go. <laughs> people here go out to have fun over there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Do you think it, it is like the football influence? You think? Um, the hooligan influence. Not maybe. not when not when I was at home. Like the way I was fighting, it was nothing to do with hooligans. But I mean, just the English in general are just. Alco it's al alcohol inf <laughs> alcohol uh, yeah. infused I think okay. mainly that's what started but um, yeah just English people love it don't they I think what goes through your head when you're fighting um, King of the Streets is a lot different like what goes through my head because it's so I understand fully like the the risks involved in it and mm -hmm. stuff so I almost like I'm not the same person fighting in King of the Streets as I am just as I am here now because I need to be a, create another person to like survive surviving there so I, I've managed to do that I have a switch that I just switch when I start fighting in King of the Streets and it's just a completely different person to who I am normally I'm like very polite I've got good manners and stuff like that and in there I would try and kill someone I suppose because they're trying to do the same to yeah. me But like when you were doing bare knuckle, how do you compare the the bare knuckle fighting with King of the Streets? Bare knuckle fighting, like in the back of my mind, King of the Streets, you can die. Like the concrete floor and everything plays an influence on how I fight. So bare knuckle boxing is almost, I just see it as a safer, more environment. Raw sport. Safer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, but for me, like I, I'm, I mean, I'm torn. Like. Because uh, I can I can watch like King of the Streets and even Bare Knuckle and find it like that's that's hardcore like mm -hmm. that's almost it can be almost unpleasant. Yeah, but yeah. at the same time I can acknowledge that those are some tough people. Like yeah, you have to yeah, be yeah. special yeah, kind sure. of monster. It's an it's an next level. I think like you get you get fighters and really tough people in the MMA, Muay Thai, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I mean it is it's it's a next level up from. From that type of fighting to take the gloves off to be punched in the face with like bare fists it's you feel it you know yeah you can't prepare for that no you no. can't like uh, do exercise in the gym and everything can't condition your face for exactly. like to take a punch you just need to i find what i try and do is like fight a lot smarter in like the bare knuckle side of it because you get you tend to get your basic bare knuckle fighter come in wanting to swing get that big knockout straight away and I try and use that against the fighters. It's the same in King of the Streets. So I do the same there. Try and fight a little bit smarter. I acknowledge that someone's going to do that, so I step back a little bit. I like to counter punch. Yeah, I was going to comment that. Well. I, I've, I've seen a couple of your fights, and you got this like focused. You you don't seem like you're going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to like conserve energy. I could, I could go. I never train rounds in the gym. I just do like 20 minute, two 20 minute rounds and it just made my fitness through the roof. So I, I when I'm in there, like the two minutes and stuff is just nothing to, to me. So I like to conserve energy and when I counter, I counter fast and hard and that's, mm. that's what I like to try and do. You told um, in an interview that you don't spar the way you fight. No, I don't like to spar actually. Okay. I'm a very like, I'm not a big sparer because I don't like stand-up gyms. You know, you go to another gym, you always get that person trying to, like, prove that mm, this is yeah. my gym. And, like, I, I don't like that because 
I can do that to somebody, but it's not me. And like, I like to fight that, that way. I don't like to spar that way. I like to spar, like to learn. And I don't need to learn by getting punched super hard or kicked or try, somebody trying to hurt me in sparring because I don't do it back. So in the end, it starts playing with my head a little bit, like oh, I'm being too nice here. And then mm. I go away from the train. I haven't learned often. I've just uh, like messed with my own head a little bit too much. So I just, I'm a very technical sparer. I'd, I'd say like, that's what I like to but do. I th- but I think that's interesting because I've, I've spoken with other bare knuckle fighters and stuff and the they also say that they're not really into the whole sparring mm. because I think it's it's also like nobody's gonna follow you. Like if you if you get really pissed at someone, and you go like, okay, let's let's fight, yeah. like, let's fight, where you will take it is much further than most. Yeah, most will, yeah. yeah, we'll do a match in something. Yeah, exactly. You like let's do it to king on the streets. Yeah, 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 yeah like, exactly, no. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I just don't like put myself in that position almost. So I was sparring today, but. Um, it was. It's a good gym to spar at. Nobody's like that. They have been training there for a little while, so they know you. Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah. But, but how do you prepare? Like, how do you prepare? Like, you you have this king of the streets fight coming up. How yeah. do you like? Do you watch the the opponent if you can? No, I don't seem to do that because I find that you don't fight. If I am watching, like the last. My last opponent was a big wrestler. He was a professional MMA fighter. I watched a few fights in there, but I find like people don't fight the same in King of the Streets because of the, mainly because of the concrete floor plays a big influence on how they don't take down when they should because if you mess up, yeah. it, it costs them dearly. So I find like people fight a very different way in King of the Streets. They're either very aggressive or they're a bit too standoffish. So. I just wait, and I'm very patient towards that, but the way I train for that is, as I said before, I don't do any rounds, I just train like a constant 20 minutes a couple of times. And um, I always try and find new um, new ways that people don't, not, not standard punches, mm. things oh, okay. that slip through guards, like an angle on your fist and stuff like that, like head buttons went on ground and pound, you just can't um, that, that's where against that, it. That's where also I was going. It's like uh, you have no gloves, yeah, right? So this affects not only like the size of the punch, so the blocking is yeah. must be totally different because you have like a, a pretty low guard. guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I try and keep a bit more distance because I have mm. that guard. So yeah, everything's completely different. I, when you see fighters like if they're getting attacked and they just cover up like like so you can't do that in bare knuckle like it, it hurts so you can't take four or five of them punches you're just gonna drop so and I, also, I also find it very interesting like in the clinch you have the headbutts yeah 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 that's total yeah. game changer yeah it's a game yeah. changer so they work well for me like when I've trained for the left way fight uh, that just helped now I put it into the king of the streets and when you're on ground and pound with the headbutts and uh, when you're in clinch with the headbutts people don't expect it or it's hard to defend against do, it um, so. do you wear a cup for your balls man yeah yeah of course <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course yeah, yeah yeah because you can do kick to the groin oh. as well so yeah. but, but uh, yeah. do people do that nobody's done that yet recently uh, there's been a new fighter uh, Eric Olsen he's an American guy and he started the eye gouge of course, so, of course uh, American American <laughs> 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 no honour uh, no, no honour no gentleman's agreement there no yeah so it hasn't happened to me nobody's tried to bite or like eye gouge or anything like that but it, it is 
start, he opened a few doors like a few people have done that since he started it. So okay, but it can this is a technical question. Where do you headbutt? Like if you're headbutting somewhere, we're where? Aiming for the where nose are you aiming? Sort of mouth, uh, aiming any, for? Anywhere in the face. Because I saw that, like uh, I saw some fight where you headbutted. And mm. it, it seems like almost you went for his chin or something. I don't know. His cheekbones I normally go yeah. for. They hurt and they feel it a lot. Like it, their, their, their vision gets blurred yeah. afterwards. So, Because uh -huh. I, I was thinking you could actually headbutt somebody in the chin yeah, yeah, and get yeah. the same effect like as yeah, a Yeah, for sure. You you can definitely do that. The headbox, the, every headbutt I've thrown in there is, has hurt somebody. So it works well. But like good. I remember the first time I got punched with the MMA gloves. Like... I usually spar with big gloves, and I and then mm. I shifted to the small gloves. The first, like jab, it shook my head. Yeah, like. yeah, it feels, it feels. So I'm imagining like no gloves at all. Yeah, but actually, bare knuckle boxing is safer than boxing. Like if you think our, as a boxer, they go through like they throw three, four hundred punches in a twelve round, twelve round thing. Yeah. It shakes the head a lot. So although bare knuckle boxing looks a lot more gory and it's a lot more blood a lot more cuts it's superficial you know like you're getting cut or you're getting knocked out and i think it's it, it takes doesn't take its toll as much maybe on your skin but not on your brain you know yeah but how do you condition your hands then you know i'm so lucky because um i started taking my gloves off to train on like um Ascari. i've good bare knuckle boxing pads out mm -hmm. at the moment i started with them and then once my wasn't really my knuckles, it was my wrists that were hurting after training. So after the, I've been training with the Ascari um, pads, I went on to Muay Thai pads and now my hands, like I've had 12 bare knuckle fights and I've never had an injury with my hand. So I've just been lucky, man, my, my hands are like concrete, so it's been cool. It is, but is it allowed to have protection, like uh, bandages yeah, or wraps yeah, we, or anything? Yeah, we got wrapped before. Mm. King of the streets, you can... Pick or choose, but um, the professional bare knuckle boxing side, they have like professional hand wrap guy there, so yeah, it's all done. Let's talk about your uh, sponsor, Ascari. Mm -hmm. They have like they have a lot of special gear, man. They have like bulletproof vests and yeah, bulletproof yeah. masks, and I mean. I understand a little bit since we're living in Sweden. There's a lot of shootings, and yeah, uh, yeah. They, they are like blowing up stuff, and we have like. <laughs> War, uh, guerrilla war, guerrilla warfare. Yeah. In, 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 I mean, but what about Ascari? I, I think it's a little bit myth about is that a single guy, Ascari, or, 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 or is it a team? Or, or yeah, what about Ascari? Uh, uh, it's a couple of people, it's, it's a, a family. Okay, okay, yeah, it's a family, and they're like um, the brains of the operation. They're, they're super cool. And I've I was buying Ascari stuff actually when I first come to Sweden. And I love this stuff. That was the first um, first gear that I seen over here before I was ever sponsored by them. And then I went on King of the Streets and I actually met them through that. I've become really good friends with them and now like uh, they're like family to me as well. So that I got sponsored by them, but I'm also very close to them as people. No, I've heard uh, like people who know them speak highly of them. Like they're yeah, really yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're amazing people, man, and they're like. They're real, you know what I mean? So that's why I like them. There's no bullshit around them and they they've looked after me a lot, so but the, like you you looked up to them. Like yeah. you they did not approach you. You approached them. Uh you normally get like a um well, if you fight on King of the Streets, they look after you afterwards. But 
I got a sponsor through through that basically. So after I fought, you normally get like looked after by by Ascari with some gear because you fought on King of the Streets. But I got on well so well with them down there that it just it just happened. It was meant to be. Like I was carrying on fighting after that. I become part of the group that runs King of the Streets as well. So. Um, yeah, it all fell into place. There wasn't really like, can you sponsor me? It was all like, we just met. We, yeah, we, yeah, we one of us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, what are, what do you think are uh, their their next steps? Like, where is Ascari headed? Uh, you know, since like um, I've been doing bare knuckle over in England and stuff, and like people have been seeing the Ascari stuff, it's just gone berserk over in England. They, they love their stuff, so I don't know, man. It's just going forward all the time. So they're always taking it trying to take it to the next level so I think they're winning knows? that uh, cool cool factor yeah they street are, factor it yeah, feels very yeah, yeah, underground yeah, yeah, I yeah. think so very yeah. underground I get so many people messaging me you know like can you ask Ascari to sponsor me and that's like no one I thought it was like Russian based or Polish based <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. company or something exactly yeah. it's there, more there, like there that. were lots of different stories Ascari is this Ascari is that yeah 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 yeah, but but do you think it's also at the same time in my hinderdom? Like, uh, I think there was a time that it, some people were trying to get too involved in what they were doing and trying to like uh, mess it up for them. But mm. I think that time's passed now. I think like since we've made the move like over to England and other countries, I've just seen their stuff. It's just exploded, so I don't think like it's not something necessarily Sweden based anymore. Yeah. Like they're so big outside of Sweden that yeah. what they what they were trying to mess with in Sweden won't affect them anymore. So but that that's pretty typical Swedish, you know. In Sweden, <laughs> they were the same with the group ABBA, if you know them. In yeah, Sweden, yeah. we first hated them. Then when they uh, gained success in other parts of the world, we start to celebrate them. Oh, yeah, they're yeah, from Sweden. Yeah. They're from Sweden. <laughs> so typical <laughs> Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like comes up. No, but I, w- I was going to ask you so, an interesting aspect to this, like King of the Streets. You know, it, the like the mass appeal mm-hmm. is like it will appeal to a, a smaller demographic. Yeah, yeah. Like for you personally, if you think about like being famous or known, do you think like how do, how how do you approach this? Like, how do you, do you think King of the Streets can make you famous? For example, do you think it will grow that? It's it's open doors for me in like what I wanted to do, like I love bare knuckle boxing, so like the chance I fought on the biggest bare knuckle boxing show in the world, BKFC, because of mm. King of the Streets, because of my record on there, almost like vouchers for me as a fighter, you know, so um, if, I don't know whether it would make you famous, but it it helps me and what I want to do in, in fighting, so that's all, all I care about, it's... That's all it's done. It's open. But like, but like in the first me. times you fight King of the Streets, you must have been. It's like it must have been very personal. You just wanted to be the baddest. Yeah, yeah. Just want to like survive <laughs> because <laughs> it's dangerous, man. So I just like I was very intimidated when we first went down there because the type of people in there just not part of that world at the time. So I was at like this, this, this stare down and stuff. I was like, shit, you know trying to pretend that it didn't bother me but now after that first fight I knew that anybody was trying to pretend the same thing I've seen straight through it so it's like a home for me now so I don't get this Wait, how, how long have you been doing this? For how many years? Um, my first fight was maybe 
three years ago. All right. Yeah. But have you noticed, like, uh, as you've been speaking in the beginning, you say that a lot, uh, uh, how it's going now. Is it attracting another type of uh, viewers or yeah, people that come there? A lot, a lot more skilled fighters want to come there. Yeah. Also, with it getting bigger, you get a lot more hate towards it as well. Mm. So you get a bigger following, but you get a lot more like trolls online and shit like that. <laughs> and you also get people who just want to get, they want everything that King of the Streets give to you as a fighter. So they want to take it off a bucket list, but... They don't understand like how dangerous it is, you know. They they want this thing that King of the Streets like I've fought on King of the Streets, but I think that's a wrong reason to fight in there because you need to like you can't do it just to tick a box. Uh, you need to be like hundred and ten percent like involved in in King of the Streets because how how dangerous it is. Yeah. But, but what are you supposed to do? I mean, if you knock someone over and he hit his head to concrete yeah. and dies what what, what yeah. the fuck are you supposed to do then as a, a ranger mm -hmm. are you just going to leave the dead body over there pack your stuff and leave <laughs> or, or, I mean <laughs> yeah I don't know that hasn't <laughs> happened yet so, <laughs> now, so. I, I think it's important to say like first of all everybody is volunteering like everyone knows what they're getting in exactly. for exactly and uh, we are talking about trained people like yeah, they, yeah. they have they, they're not amateurs you're not just jumping in So it's like you have a certain level, how much your body can handle yeah, yeah. mentally, like everything. So it's like that's very important because I don't want. It's easy to see King of the Streets as like just street fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think like your approach, you're you're bringing it to a more like sports like, and uh, like uh, it's like gen gentleman behavior, like we we talked about. It's like yeah. so, so, it's everything's allowed basically. Yeah, exactly. But people don't do it because they know. So yeah. there's a, there's a certain like automatic limits people put because it's not about like nobody wants to kill nobody. Yeah, exactly, no. exactly. Yeah, you just, right. just want to prove. I think it's uh, like in life when you're a young kid. Is that this is like street cred? Exactly. Yeah. And the king of yeah. the street is like the ultimate street cred. It's the apex of of underground fighting. So it's uh, that's what people want. I think that title. And I, I was I'll think like if we go back to bare, just bare knuckle like uh, for me bare knuckle has always been a very English thing. Yeah, yeah. Like you always hear oh you see in movies uh, like the, the the gypsy boxers and yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, is it a thing when you were growing up? Did you see this bare knuckle boxing? I, I don't know. I feel like it's growing at the moment. You know, when I was a kid, it wasn't. Of course, I've seen the gypsy fights and stuff like that, but the bare knuckle boxing side, I hadn't really liked took a notice of like at that, at that point I was watching UFC and stuff mm. like that but now since I've been involved in it it's just gone it's crazy like it's a good time to be involved in the sport so yeah. I, I think what's was very interesting with King of the Streets it's also this like uh, in the in the early UFCs like you were testing stuff mm. like does this work against this yeah yeah exactly and like and you're saying like the concrete affects wrestlers and yeah, yeah. the headbutts will all, like affect the clinch yeah. so that's like super interesting to see how it's yeah and i think like uh, to do well in king of the streets if you're planning on having a few fights on there you need to be an all-rounded fighter you know because you can be a professional boxer with i've seen professional muay thai fighters and stuff like that but eventually you're going to meet somebody I, who knows it all, the ground game and everything, you know. So if I, like one of my fights, he didn't want to do submissions, so I knew straight away he didn't want to be on the ground. So as soon as I got a chance to, I took him down and, like, destroyed them on the floor. So 
You just need to be well-rounded, I'd say. That's what's worked well for me as well in King of the Streets. If you were to get a, a kid, and mm. I, I talk like to your gym, 16, 17 years old, pretty yeah. young, and he looks up to you, mm-hmm. and he asks you to train him. Yeah. Would you consider it? Would you do it? And what like um, t- tips, information would you give him? If he really wants to go on the King of the Streets. Uh, if he wanted to go on King of the Streets. Yes, but you, uh, you can prepare him. He says, I'll go when you tell me I'm ready. What, yeah. would, what would, like, uh, would be your focus on creating a, a Just fighter? The, I, would, I would tell him not to rush. I've told a lot of people that before. A lot of people have said, like, oh, can you get me a fight on King of the Streets? I say, like, if I don't think that if there's just been boxers or they've been young... I just say there's no rush. King of the streets is going nowhere, so just chill. And how would you train him then? I'd train him just the way I train, I suppose, like the no rounds and like with the headbutts, to be be well rounded, had the headbutts and stuff like that. It's unusual stuff that you do in a fight works because people just stick to their normal thing and go, you know. But can you, but can you give us a little bit of the, the rules, like? Thinking of the streets. <laughs> so there is no rules, but um, time. You, How long? No rounds. No rounds. No rounds. No rules. But the only rule is you can't like um, grab somebody's head, say, and smash it on the floor. You can't use the surroundings as like a weapon. So, but anything else goes. You can do. So anything else, but but like, how do you finish the fight? Somebody knock, knock gives out. up or knock yeah. out? Cold. Knock yeah. him out cold. Yeah. So they. Are, I mean. Uh, Normally, there's like, um, if people are screaming, stop, stop, it gets stopped, you know, because I've been a refer King of the Streets before, and then I got dropped in when Eric Olsen was fighting, and uh, his opponent was screaming, so it, it gets stopped but from going too far. But I mean, other than that, knockout. But that's the thing, you, you've been a referee. Yeah. What, what's your job there? What are you doing? <laughs> to, st- to stop his, like, he was getting eye gouts at the yeah. time, I suppose, so I stopped him. Pulling his eye out. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling his second eye out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so if somebody gets knocked out and drops, it's to stop them, like, carrying on, stamping on the head and yeah. stuff like that. How about coaches? Uh, yeah, people normally turn up with the coach, but you can't hear nothing anyway. <laughs> you can't hear <laughs> a thing. I mean, but, but, do you yeah. have, but do you have that, like, throw in the towel? No. No? No, no, no. no people... I think no. If you're throwing in the towel, you shouldn't be there. That, okay. That's the type of people they want on there. I've seen fights where I know that a fight's actually been stopped. We had one in a hockey ring, and it got stopped because the guy was just wasn't going to stop, and his face was so much of a mess. But that's the type of people that 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 is around there. Like they're willing to die out there. So did a fight you can break it? Like he can say stop or sur- yeah. I quit. Yeah, no he can, but that's. Doesn't happen. You that. wouldn't come back there after that. It's very. That's uh, something like how how are the fighters selected? Uh, normally they apply. There's like an application, so you send your record, you send some videos of, and then they try and match you via via that. Like, hmm. do they arrange it all over Sweden or certain places? No, it's just in one place. Okay. Yeah. Where is this place? <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we have the location, please? <laughs> That's a real send me location thing, you know. Yeah, so the fighters, like, they turn up on the day. Yeah. And then um, they will get picked up from the hotel and then taken to the place. The fighters won't know at all. Mm. Where H- how is be. that, uh, like, from a fighter perspective? How do you... Um, 
it was all right. It was just the first time that happened. I wasn't part of King of the Streets then, so after that, I knew the locations because I always go down and do like a fight camp with the hype crew who run King of the Streets. So I we normally sometimes do it in the venue before, mm. so I get used to this this stuff. But it was good. It was an experience. Like it's an unreal experience, you know. And then you turn in there, and like when you're walking out. You just there's no music. There's just mm. people shaking the the fence, like <sighs> screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a goosebumps. Are there uh, are there teams? Uh, as in what? No, I mean like different teams, clubs. Yeah, football clubs. Like they have they have like rival football clubs fighting each other sometimes. Yeah, okay. but not like it's always one on one. Never more than that. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Can I see? No, but so, so like you. When you fight King of the Streets, you're not representing like your your gym or your. No, I represent Hype Crew. That's who run King of the Streets. Yeah. Okay. So, how many times do they do this? How many? Um, there's no set thing. I think just when the times right, when they find find enough fighters, mm. when the all the matches are set up, then they'll have one. How many are they per? When I was fighting, there was like I've had been on events where there's been like 14 fights. Now oh, it's gone a bit. Gee. Now they've gone struggling with like a bit venues and stuff because people are like it's a high profile event now. So I think they keep these events a bit smaller, four or five fights, something like that. Mm. How long before do you do you know you have a fight? Uh, you know, plenty of time to do a fight camp. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. So they will they won't like drop it on at last minute. They they pick the events and the who's fighting. Like a couple of months before, something like that. But how many fights uh, are you like? Do you want to do per year? Uh, If you can choose, I don't know. To be honest, I haven't really got that in my head. I just at the time I was, I had five in my head. I wanted to get to. Now I've done four, and like I've been trying to get a fight since. So I was really getting bothered by. It. I couldn't fight on there again, but. Now I just take it as it comes, you know. As long as I'm fighting and something, just in the meantime. Why? Do, why just, then can't they get your fight? It's odd. I'm on four and now, and that that knockout last time was pretty bad. So, on paper, somebody could come, and if they've got no king of the streets fights and I win, and I'm on four and now, it doesn't look that good. And so I need to be matched. So we're waiting on other people to like get to two and oh three and oh and then maybe okay. i can so you're you, you you put yourself in a very difficult yeah, position yeah yeah because i've just <laughs> fucked myself yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now okay but you have a system still that's okay that's what we think uh we we're saying it's very organized yeah yeah it's, in the chaos it's still yeah, organized shit, it's people don't realize like how organized it is you know like It's down to a T what they do. It's kept a secret down to the last second and everything behind it, setting up and all stuff like that, finding the venue, it's amazing. And, like, the guy who runs King of the Streets, like, who's um, in charge of it, without him, if you think how many rival football firms are there and they hate each other, there isn't an, an ounce of trouble. Not once because was, of because gonna, of the respect that that the main guys got the the guys with the machine guns in the background. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I was yeah. gonna ask, <laughs> I was gonna ask about security. Like, yeah, do so, they have security? Yeah, so hype crew is security. The, okay. the guys who run it. So, so how many do they usually bring like to an event? You know, it's not needed. 
like I've been on an event with 400 people there before. That's probably one of the biggest ones we've had, and it's the main guy who keeps it like as it is. It's all allowed to go ahead because of because of him. Without him, it be wouldn't be the same. Like, let's talk about little bit about your private life. You're married to a fighter, Matilda. And yeah. you're the first married couple in the history to fight bare knuckle at the same card, yeah. which mm. was under the BFBA promotion in the yeah, UK. Yeah. How does it work to to be married with a fighter? Also, I mean, you, do you have a private life or is everything fighting? Uh, no, we <laughs> we do have a private life as well. I, I don't like fighting to take over. I do it because I enjoy it, you know. So I don't like if I'm tired the day I'll skip training. That's the way I do it i'm not like one to just hammer training like twice a day every day so we do have a life and it keeps us it lets us enjoy fighting because we don't let it take over so but dieting together is a struggle i'll be honest <laughs> you told me uh, in, in one interview you said that i let her win the argument yeah yeah because she's a psycho so. <laughs> yeah she's i just let just let her it's an easier life for me to As if if we're both going for a fight, I'm very mentally strong, so I can deal with the things a lot better. And she needs me to like be that person, so mm. I just try and take a chill. Mm. How was it on the event? How did you go? Uh, which the, the, the one you competed at ah, the same yeah, time? Yeah, um, yeah, we both won. Yeah, yeah, we both won that fight, and then we fought another one on BF BKFC together and that's the biggest organization in the world and we i won and matilda lost on decision okay. and um she's just fought recently and she lost on decision again what about the money when it comes to bare knuckle fighting is it better <clears throat> or is it like oh, the same or i get more money in king of the streets oh you do yeah that's interesting uh, the professional one isn't that good to be honest and i, I hate ticket sales so i like to fight And that's it. Like for me to like be chasing people for money to buying tickets back mm. at home, it's oh, just yeah. I can't be honest with that stuff. So I'd rather just like if we both fight on an event, we get good enough money. It's it's a bonus. I've got a good job. I work away on the rig, so I'm not doing it for money. We just do it because we like fighting. So the money is a bonus either way. So it's good. You have a regular job. Yeah, I work away on the oil rigs. Oh, what, what do you work with? Um, I drill for oil. Oh, okay. Oh, you yeah, told yeah, me I didn't yeah. say. Okay. Oh, you mean out, 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 uh, on out the on sea? The sea yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Is there something in your life that that's not exciting? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <like> adrenaline junkie. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's my life. It's pretty cool. I love going to work. You know, I like doing the job. We we get picked up in like a nice, really nice taxi, put up in a nice hotel taken to work in a helicopter so it's fucking cool like, <laughs> yeah, <you know>. right. <laughs> but how long are you out in the rig then two weeks on two weeks oh. off oh, yeah, right, good. right have now a lot of time when you're at home yeah you know the time is so special like just now i come back two days ago so now i'm like shit this is why i do this job because i just do what i want when i come home and like mm -hmm. matilda looks after me really well because i'm away she was able to quit her job when i started this job so she can concentrate on training and looking after our son and It just makes our life amazing, you know. The time we have together is so special. So, how old is your son? He's three. Three. Yeah. The best fun. Yeah. Fun he's years. so cool now. He's starting to talk, you know, <laughs> and like he speaks both English and Swedish. So I just think it's amazing. It's fascinated by it. 
And how was your Swedes again? How was mine? Yeah. <laughs> Not that good. <laughs> no, but it's, it's like you're saying, like, uh, everybody knows English here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Honestly, yeah. like, the English that you guys speak is amazing. Um, right now I tone down my accent, so I'm from, like, a place <laughs> near Liverpool. When I speak to my friends normally, you wouldn't understand the word I'm saying. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> but Swedish people have always amazed me, like, how good their English is. It's pretty fascinating. But, uh, you enjoy living here? Yeah, I love Sweden. It's been an amazing country to me. So, so it's at my life. I was in, since I've got here. It's got me involved in like so many good stuff, and I've done amazing things since I've been living here. So I, I can't complain at all. But what about home? Yeah, home's home. You know, I love home. I love visiting and visiting there there now. But I'd never move back there. I love I love it too, too much. Yeah, it's it's a good life. Mm. Nice. Uh, hey. No, there you go. Okay, okay. You, uh, I was into podcasts when we talk about uh, Swedish culture and Swedish manners. That Swedish people are not that polite, and no. I agree with you, man. Yeah. When you hold up a door, no one says thanks. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. all people, you know, you can't get off the train. They try to step on the train before you get off. And I don't yeah. know what's the problem with this. What's yeah. our problem? <laughs> You know, Matilda was one of them people when we first got together and we used to wait for the train and she'd walk straight on before people got off and I'd just sink with embarrassment like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, but, what, 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 but it's nothing logic about that. No, no, no. I don't know what it is. But I, I'm like that, like hold the door open for someone. Thank you, please. I make my son, make sure my son does the same. But when someone walks past you as if it's your job to stand there and open the door, it just pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> they look grumpy also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Problem. Oh, no, I don't know, but but they, no, I don't think that they're not taught that type of stuff here. But for some reason, like I don't know why it's like that. Because yeah. uh, we're we're from Chile, it's the same. Yeah, very okay, yeah, yeah, like yeah. courteous. You, exactly. you speak to the elders a certain way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Not not everyone. I'm not saying everyone is like that, oh, but no. majority. When I when I was a kid, I usually like to like fuck with their minds. You know, we, we, we were going on the bus. And you see, like, lots of empty spaces. But yeah, I always sat right next to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst. But I think yeah, that's, that's yeah, the yeah. thing in Sweden. Like, the, the social skills. Like, yeah. leave me alone, man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's a, you go into a pub in England, and you by the end of the night, you'll know everyone in there. But you come here, and it's like... No one wants to look at you, you know. It's like yeah. autism. It's a hell of a disease with <laughs> people. I mean. Yeah, man. But you are acclimated now. You are used to the social... Yeah, yeah. It doesn't bother me as much. Like, of course, now if I do that, I like open the door for someone and they don't say anything, I'll be like, thank you. You know, <laughs> yeah, like yeah, make sure the they hear way. that. But it doesn't bother me anymore. It's like, I just keep myself to myself anyway, mm. so... And at the same time, you're out there kicking people yeah, into yeah, concrete. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. But how is it with family? Do you, uh, do you miss them? Yeah, I miss them. I miss my family and I miss my friends like a lot. I'm an only child as well, so my mum really misses me. So now I have a son especially. And we had my my son in Corona times. Oh. So we were due to go back at the Christmas and then Corona hit. And my mum didn't see him, didn't meet him for a year and a half. So it was really like tough on her, on me, not seeing my family. So it was hard times, but... Yeah, she gets over when she can, and we go back over there every time we fight. We go drop drop our kid off with um, with my mom. They get to spend time together. We go fight and then go back spend time with the family. So it works out well. 
Your dad passed away when you were 24 years yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. How did they, that affect you? Uh, yeah, it was hard. Like, I know people have dads and stuff like that, but he was like one of the lads, you know, who's like my best friend. So, um, but I, I, like I've said before, I never get upset when I talk about him because I feel very lucky that I had a dad as good as him for the time I had him. Some people have a dad and they're like really crappy in their lives and stuff. So I just feel blessed that I had a dad to, like as good as him while he was here. But it was pretty suddenly, <coughs> heart stop, a yeah, heart failure. Yeah. Or? Heart failure, yeah. yeah. He was like cooking for his friends one night and he just collapsed. And by the time he got to the hospital, he was he'd passed away already. So he was fit, he ate right and uh, went to the gym. So it just goes to show, you know, like you can just walk around, wrap yourself in cotton wool, but... If it's your time, it's your time. So you've got to live a little, haven't you? Do you think that affected your ability to turn off your feelings? Yeah, yeah. And it makes me very hardened mentally because I compared everything to that time. Like it was the worst time in my life. So anything that happens now, I think, doesn't compare in the slightest to my dad dying. So, yeah, it makes me a bit too cold sometimes. Like I think it gives, uh, like, this is, I, I, you say the immigrant mentality. It's that ability to turn off yeah, the yeah. feelings. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not that you don't have them, but yeah. it's like when when you're fighting, king, you can like flip that switch. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, exactly. What I can war. do. Exactly. Is that a worker's mentality? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. The job has to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are, we're we're all the immigrants here. Yeah. It's like basically, <laughs> and, and if you have to work an oil rig, actually, yeah. Yeah. stormy yeah. weathers, we yeah. we got zero Swedes up in this. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time, we're all Swedes. The Swedes, we, we're not. I, I know. I know. Everybody wants. To say, we are yeah. Swedes, but we're not. Uh, we don't. Um, what do you call skiers? Do you know ski uh, skiing? <laughs> we're, we we call nickname for Swedish people, blonde, blue eyes, are skiers because okay, okay. they ride skis. Do you say skiers in English? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some, some words I asked like what, what, what's the word for <laughs> yeah, that yeah that's right uh, um, do, the word what, what, what is what about your nickname what is a wolf I know what the wolf is and I know what the milf is but <laughs> what is a wolf man yeah so uh, when I was uh, I was in the army when I left school for five years and um, it's just this wolf is short for Wilson oh. so when I was in the army there was a guy there called Wilson as well, but he was older than me, so we, he was called King Wilf. I was called Little Wilf. That was my army name. So when I went to King of the Streets, he said, do you have any nicknames? And I said, <laughs> Little Wilf. And he was like, gay. You're, not, you're not using that name, it's too gay. So he changed it to English Wilf, and that, that's just stuck with me since then. <laughs> five years. Oh, that's not good. five years you were in the army. Yeah, five years, yeah. And what, what did you do there? I was like a ceremonial unit, so... Yeah, um, I was outside Buckingham Palace on the horses and stuff like that. Like now, when the Queen died, my regiment pulled their coffin and stuff like that. How do you like that? It was good. It was good for me. I was like, a, it made me very domesticated, you know, and it was like it was, you live by your own set of rules in the army as well. So I got to travel a lot of places and it was, yeah, it was a good time. Yeah. Drink, drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> too much. Yeah, maybe a little bit too ceremonial. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you actually lost your job in the army due yeah, to yeah. the drug test. Exactly. You failed the drug test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that was a bad time for me. I like from making my family like so proud at one point to making them like so disappointed. It was a fucking tough time for How me. How old were you? I was 21, I think. Oh, that's young. So, so you were 16. 
Where yeah, one of sixteen. Yeah, one and two. It's called the Junior Commanders. We spent a year there, and uh, then we went to our regiments from from there, seventeen. But why did you like? Why did you? You were so young. Um, you was 16. it a choice? Like, yeah, it was a choice. Yeah, I didn't know what I wanted to do in school, so I, I wasn't up for staying on and going to university. I was like a didn't know what I wanted to do as a job, so. I, a few of us were supposed to join the army and they all dropped out last minute and then I was like, I don't want to go with you there. And my, my dad was like, you're going. I was like, but I'm glad they made me do it because I, I, I would not, I would have been, don't know where I would have been if it wasn't without the army. So but This is interesting. Do you think the the army hardened you maybe and made you yeah. more able f to do the, the, the things you do now? Like yeah, I think so. I think it helps definitely, like the training they put you through, and like that's what it's all about. When they when you when they get you into training first, they break you down, you know, and yeah. start you from scratch. So it definitely helps, you know. To, I think to I think it hard. shows you like your capability, like how long, how yeah. how, you know, how far you can be pushed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Without breaking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because that's the thing. Like when I think about King of the Streets, bare knuckle, like the the brutality of it, is that. It's the image of it that scares people away. Yeah, yeah, uh, definitely. It's, it's like unimaginable for people. Like, oh yeah. man, like get a punch, you get cut. Like, yeah, they, yeah. you're so afraid of just that, just that the imagining it. It's yeah, not, it's yeah, not yeah. that reality. Exactly. You don't know. Maybe you would win. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, the construction of language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I understand people. I understand people not understanding how it is. To, to be a part of it and why we do it, you know what I mean? But from my point of view, it's like helped me with my life. I'm, I like who I am and what I'm doing now than the person I was before I moved away from England. So that's my reason why I do it. Like just because they don't like us fighting on concrete shouldn't make it a, a bad thing. No, but Everybody's I th choices. Like so. I, I think you are a very good uh, representative of the sport. Because you, because you say like you're mannered, yeah. you you can can yeah, you, yeah. you can switch that on and off. Exactly. It's like it's different. I think if you have somebody that's like always that aggression, always that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very. It's, then it's very hard as an outsider. Like for me, I, I'm in the, I'm in the zone there. Like that's hard as sh that's that's <laughs> cool as fuck, and also that's kind of scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, and and the, and like talking to you for me. Personally, is is a way to get into the sport. Like, yeah, yeah. You know? The interest. Goes yeah, up, exactly. Sure. The interest grows, and, and like, oh, oh man, that that makes sense. I understand certain things. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so they're gonna bring out a documentary on King of the Streets next year. Like uh, the trailer premieres on the seventeenth of October. So then you will like, if anybody doesn't fully understand King of the Streets and why we do it, they will do after that. It's amazing. What, what they're going to bring Hype. out. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> crazy. I didn't know anything about King of the Streets before I was starting to researching you. Okay, so, okay. so that's pretty nice. Now cool. I have a more interested in it. I'm, I'm going to check it out. Mm. But you seem like a very good ambassador for the sport because yeah, you're a nice you. guy. Nice. You don't feel like this kind of hooligan guy that, no, that people no. maybe expect that they're yeah, going to yeah, see yeah. when they talk about the street exactly. fighter. So I think it's good when great personalities can represent the sport. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So since my last fight when I kicked that guy in the head, um, I got a lot of like shit for that as well. You, you get like 
you get people who love it, but you get people who hate it as well. And like they talk about dishonour and like disrespectful and not sportsmanship. But that's just completely not who I am. It's just who I need to be in there when I'm fighting. You know, the other guy would have done the same to me. So is this the same fight where like he headbutts you, you headbutt him back? Yeah, yeah. And that starts like the yeah. his downfall. Yeah, and then I I catch him with like an, an uppercut. He dropped to his knees, and then I kicked him in the head. Yeah, but it's like. Uh, Like, you weren't thinking then, I suppose. No. It's a reflex. And I was going to punch him, actually, but I pulled the punch and threw a kick. The punch would have done a lot more damage because it was loaded up a lot more. The kick just come quickly, quicker from a shorter distance. So I think it looked like, yeah, happen. I saw that footage and I'm like, yeah, he's, he's not like, it's not a football kick. Yeah. He's not no, trying to exactly kick off his like, head. And yeah. it's like, also his reaction makes it look worse because he gets very yeah, stiff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's good TV. It's important. To <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good TV. It's important. Very important. <laughs> no, but also it's like that's what that's what King of the Streets is. Yeah, like certain. Yeah, you can't like. I know they just see that part of the video, you know. But most of the people now that clip has gone viral. It must have like over 200 million views across the board, like TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and all. And they only see that part, and it looks bad because it just looks like I've punched them and then kicked them. That's it. But the fight before it was—it's a good fight, you know. Mm, yeah. Up until up until that, that's what happened, and everybody would do that type of thing in there. Like I'm not one for like if I knocked him out, I wouldn't try and stamp on his head. That's not about that. But until it gets stopped, I'll go until it's stopped. So that's what I've done. No, I think that's like you—you uh, can't. You I, I always tell people you kind of have to have this mentality because yeah. you, you never know what your opponent <clears throat> might do to you. Exactly, and if you have any doubts in your mind at all, you're not going to fight the way you, sh you need to in there. So you just need to be like that killer when when you're in there. Otherwise, you could get, be that person mm -hmm. who's getting kicked in the head. So, but how do you handle it afterwards? Did you like uh, what did you feel after? I don't know. I was on such a high afterwards that I was like just not happy. really thinking about anything else. Of course, like did when you I, when I calm down and I'm not that person anymore. I'm like me now. I look like yeah, it's not very nice to watch, but it's. It, it, I would have done. I would do it again because that's the what I'm doing in there at the time. Mm. Like no, I, I did not like. I did not find it that horrible. Like, you know, like that's it's good. Like I understand the the rules of the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's the thing. Like as uh, so a person who doesn't understand it, the yeah, more understanding. Yeah. A lot of people say, like, I've seen a lot of comments like, oh, I should be banned from fighting. It's like, I'm fighting in an underground <laughs> illegal yeah. event. What am I getting banned from exactly? So they don't do any research, you know. They just see this video and they think it's ban fucking him, MMA. Ban him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's annoying. But, but, but how's the support been? Yeah, amazing. Like, my following on Instagram has gone through the roof since the fighting King Streets and the bare knuckle boxing and I get so many nice messages that people have inspired and all stuff like that of course you get one or two like trolls trying to like mm. just jump in but I love that as well like, uh, I, like I like a, playing with them I was looking a little bit at the comments on the YouTube video and uh, and it's like you get a lot of support a lot of yeah, from, yeah. Uh, from uh, England it's like yeah. this is the these, these dudes representing yeah a lot of them are like proud of And if anybody knows or anybody's watched a podcast or anything with me, they know I'm like the person I am. Not it's not like a person who's just disrespectful kicking someone in the face. So yeah, I think like I, overall the board majority of comments are okay. I think. How is the shit talk in King of the Streets like between fighters? I I, I don't do that at all. So I've never been one to shit talk. I just like. 
I think it karma comes back and bites you in the arse. If you're like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I just like to do it. I just don't like talking about it. I just want to fight and go in there and do it. But Eric Olsen, again, he's the shit talker. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> he, always that guy. <laughs> he's an internet troll, so he likes to bait a lot of people on the internet. And when they bite, I just think it's amusing because he just <laughs> destroys them on, on the internet. Like. But I think it's embarrassing as well because I'd never bite at something like that, but so they set it up for themselves. But he's a character, man, and he brings a lot of eyes onto the sport and... So a lot of people hate him and I'm the only English person he likes so he hates <laughs> English people <laughs> but he's funny yeah but uh, but uh, what, but you're, you're, you said like there are MMA fighters fighting there now yeah yeah it's like you're you're seeing people from other disciplines yeah 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 so there's an event coming up and all of them have fought on high level uh, professional MMA or Gromder or so Polish organizations that tough bare knuckle organizations so yeah the it's all high level fights now do you think they get surprised if fighting king of the streets like if you come from a yeah high level mma yeah. you expect maybe this kind I, of thing. i've seen people who've come from like k1 and mutai with like over 100 fights and being cocky before the fight and then they've just been battered in the fights because it's completely different and it's like it is a bit of a shock you know if you think you're gonna go in and fight like a Muay Thai fighter or just a K1 fighter it's not just not like that at all so I think that uh, you can see it very obviously when you look at bare knuckle also like it's a it's such a totally different yeah, boxing yeah, yeah it's completely different you yeah. can't that's why I don't necessarily like we try and tr uh, me and my wife we spar with MMA gloves on uh, because when you have them big gloves you just don't respect punches in the yeah. same way and like if someone's coming at you, you just put your hands up. You can't do that in, in bare knuckles, so it's it's completely different. I'm thinking also the power of the swing. Like, yeah. you don't have to go. No. The cuts and stuff can stop a fight, so that's all you need to be is fast and, like, accurate with your punches. Get that cut or... That's another thing interesting. Like, do you even need elbows? Like, elbows to cut, like, usually is how they use, like, in Muay Thai. Mm. But I, I guess, like, if you're not, like, your hands can cut. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Knuckle, knuckle on cheekbones yeah. is, like, a massive one, and the eyebrows and stuff like that. If you just catch them in the right place, bone on bone, it's, like, straight away open. How have you been with cuts? Uh, I just had one bad cut, and Lethway fight was across my eyebrow, and it was, like, open, like, this much. The classic. Huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I like the scars, and my wife loves the scars. She loves the scars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good. <laughs> War wounds. <laughs> yeah. But how does it feel for you to watch your wife? Um, it's all right for me, actually. Like, it's a bit. I think it's a bit different because she's seen me get knocked out. She's seen like me get cut badly and stuff. I haven't seen that yet with her, so. Right now, I'm very confident in what she can do and where she's going with the fighting. So for me, it's just um, I'm watching her in confidence, like knowing what she can do. So I don't get so nervous about it as much as she does. If we're ever fighting on the same event, um, I'll always go second because if I go first and something happens, I know she wouldn't be able to coach me in the same way. So. We have a system. You have a system. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's good. 
<laughs> do you think about when it comes to streams, King of the Street? I mean, Sweden can't be the most popular country. Do you know no, what countries? I think it's like uh, European countries, like Germany. It's just like my followers as well. Most of them are from Germany and like Poland and uh, England, stuff like that. But do you see yourself fighting like uh, MMA, like just straight MMA? No, no, I'm done with all of that stuff now. Bare knuckles, the only thing I'll... It's my thing that I love to do and it's my passion. So bare knuckle will always be... I'll see my career out in bare knuckle, I think. Would you see it like a step back? Yeah, a little bit putting gloves on. Not in this, like, not disrespecting MMA skill, not in that way. Just, just like I take my gloves off and fight without gloves. So I just think that's as raw as you can get in fighting. So I just love to do that. And I'll always... I'll always do it. When I retire, I'll go back to jujitsu. I love jujitsu. Uh, you told you told in the <laughs> podcast yeah, yeah. that when you get older, you, yeah, you're gonna yeah, just well, do, do jujitsu. Yeah. That's I what all <laughs> every old person does, bro. <laughs> like I'm thinking about jujitsu now. <laughs> I have to ask you something first. If, if you start training as the Waldo, do you know? Um, friend of mine that I grew up with, his name is Andreas Palm. Yeah, yeah. The, 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 cat, the king of cats, the cats yeah, yeah, under, yeah, underwear yeah, king. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know him? Yeah, of course, okay. we used to train together. Yeah, yeah but yeah. He, isn't he pretty skilled? Yeah, he's very good. Yeah, yeah, he's he used very... to tie me in knots back in the day. Yeah, because yeah, <laughs> he's a black belt now. And he started off when he was a teenager, he was a, one of Sweden's best boxers also. I, I think we were a blue belt at the same time. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice guy. Oh, yeah, he's a very, very nice, nice guy. guy. So. Shout out to him. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shout out to Andreas Palm. Kalsongkungen. CDLP. All right, people. Yeah. We're getting closer to the segment that we all look forward to. Yeah. Chefveckans uh, chefsmäll. Exactly. Mm -hmm. This week's Punch in the Face from Liam Wilson. Jake Paul. Oh. <laughs> Jake Paul, why? Just because I think he's an idiot. <laughs> I, I like what he's doing with the like he brought a lot of eyes onto boxing again but I just think like the, the trash talking and all the, the talk that it's he too does much. Just, it pisses me off and do you think it's like I have this doubt that it's, it's like if it's real or not I want to fight him in bare knuckles <laughs> <laughs> and then we will you. see and then we'll see if it's real or not veckans käft smell also Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I'm being on chefs, man. I'm an humble man. I don't yeah, hit people. No, no I'm humble also. Do you I'll, 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 I'll follow on that one. Like, to all the polls and all the prime and everything, all that. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I can, yeah, I can give that for yeah. uh, the event last night. When, uh, what was it? Logan oh, Paul versus Dylan Dennis, all that. Exactly. Yeah. KSI and Tommy Fury. Oh, Jesus. Like, bullshit. I, I think circus. Bullshit. Dude, uh, that circus. circus was so shit, I forgot it was on. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Any last words? And no, words, not thanks like a lot that. for mm. taking the time, like to be interested in what we're Dude, doing. Appreciate course. it. Any shout outs? Anyone special? Yeah, shout out to sponsors, Ascari. Ascari. Yes. Mm. Uh, yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Ascari, coolest, most street cred fighting brand. gear. Yeah. Yeah. War yeah. gear, fighting gear slash war gear. Yeah. 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 Hook yeah. up. Bulletproof <laughs> 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 vest, masks, everything. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, Liam, you're, you've been awesome. Like, yeah. you're a great ambassador. Nah, for thank you, man. Thank you. Thanks a lot for being here. Yeah, yeah, thank nice. you, boys. And I'll see you guys next time. Come on, Peace. Peace.